I think I'm missing a step here. He pulled a Lichtenstein. A Lichten what? To another edition of the Chuck Series Companion. I am your host, the Jstrom, and this is Season 2, Episode 10, Chuck versus the DeLorean. It's a great episode. It involves Sarah Walker and her dad, and I can't wait to get into it. But first, please go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find all the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion, and you can also find all my little blog entries about each episode, where I give my thoughts, I provide links to the cool songs in the show, and other people's recaps and reviews, etc. But really, my favorite part of those recaps, and the reason I include them, is when I was first re-watching the series after it was canceled, and I was re-watching it on Blu-ray, Rewatch an episode just like this one, Chuck versus the DeLorean, I would be like, I wonder what other people thought of that episode. And I didn't really know a lot about different Chuck blogs and stuff like that. So I did some searches and I found like Alan Seppenwall's reviews. He did reviews of every episode as they aired and I would read his and then I would read the comment sections of what people thought. A lot of times, you know, if people nitpick, like, well, technically, that wouldn't work like that, you know. Oh, it's so convenient that this is arranged this way. It's like, you know what? Uh, I don't watch the show to nitpick it, all right? I watch it to have fun. And that's why we're here, guys. Hopefully, you guys dig Chuck. You love the show. You know, you're watching it on Netflix right now, kind of doing a rewatch. Or... You've just discovered Chuck, and hopefully you've found this podcast, and I want this show to be what I needed when I first rewatched it, and that is somebody to enjoy it with, somebody to share it with. That's right. I'm basically using you guys to fill a sense of camaraderie around Chuck. <laughs> so hopefully I provide that for you. You guys listen to the show. You're uh, enjoying it along with me. That's basically what I provided here. But you know what else I love is feedback. If you guys want to comment on these shows as I do them or specific episodes, send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com or you can send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729. Leave some comments about a particular episode. I would love to hear it. Also, if you would, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you get each episode as it comes out. Also, while you're there at iTunes, please take a moment to rate the show and maybe leave a review. I would love that. All right, guys. This episode was written by Matthew Miller. Now, we've talked about Matthew Miller before because he worked on Chuck for quite a long time. He previously wrote the episode Chuck vs. the Tango. Chuck versus the imported hard salami, Chuck versus the seduction, and now here we are with DeLorean. And he goes on to write several more episodes throughout Chuck, and he's also a producer on the show. Most recently, he created the show Forever on ABC that was run by Chris Fedak, written by several other Chuck writers. It was pretty exciting. Uh, but unfortunately, the show got canceled after one season. So we'll have to keep an eye on what he does next. This episode was directed by Ken Whittingham. Now this guy, like most of the directors of Chuck, you'll see that they are TV veterans. They've directed a million things. This guy, his career goes back to the early 90s and he's been directing forever. But most recently he's directed episodes of Blackish, 
Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is one of my favorite shows, Suburgatory, Parenthood. Wow, he directed a lot of TV. And he just happened to direct one episode of Chuck. So thank you, Ken. All right, guys, with that out of the way, let's get into Season 2, Episode 10, Chuck versus the DeLorean. So if you guys remember on Season 2, Episode 4, Chuck versus the Cougars, we had a Sarah flashback to her teenage years where her dad had just been arrested, he'd been incarcerated, and she was basically recruited by the CIA by Director Graham. This episode begins with a further back flashback to 1990 Montana. We see a girl riding on her bike. Could this be young Sarah? Then we see two guards loading a lot of money into an armored truck. These two guards are about to pull away when they hear a scream. Oh my goodness, they hit the little girl, it appears. Is there a doctor in the house? She's hurt. Someone call 911. Stand back, I'm a doctor. All right, sweetie. Okay. Well, luckily, yes, there is a doctor. She may have broken some ribs. Anybody know her parents? All right, I'm going to take her to the hospital. Help me get her up. Okay. Easy, that's it. It's okay. So the doctor's going to take the little girl to the hospital and hey wait a second she appears to know the doctor that really hurt he could sprain my wrist well it's just a flesh wound darling i can take you to the hospital or i can get to some rocky road the choice is yours rocky road <laughs> so how much we get i count Wait a second, it was all a scam. This little girl and her dad arranged for her to play like she got injured in front of an armored car. <laughs> Pretty slick. Now let's cut to present day in the orange orange and Sarah's counting out some change and her life is much different now. And we hear the song My Party by Plastilina Mosh. Five and ten makes twenty. Thank you. Have a nice day. Hey. Long day? Boring day. Well, not sure if it's the excitement that you're looking for, but uh, you want to come over tonight for a fake date with Osmanelli? I promise fake cuddling, but real pizza. I'm sorry, Chuck. I, I have plans. Oh, is there a mission tonight? I, I don't remember getting the memo. Uh, no. No mission, just plans. Of course, plans, like any other single 28-year-old spy with an evening to herself would have. I'm sorry, Chuck, but it's personal. Well, what's this all about? All of a sudden, Sarah has personal plans? What's going on here? Now let's cut to the buy more, and Chuck is still curious about Sarah and her personal plans, so he goes right to Casey, trying to get some information. Everybody wants to go to my party. So, uh, ready for the big mission tonight? Mission. We don't have to play games, okay? I know. You and Sarah, super secret mission. There's no mission, moron. Just thinking a personal day. I didn't realize we got personal days. Well, you don't. We do. Any idea what she's up to? Yep. Well, it's personal. Well, it is personal, technically, Chuck, so it's none of your business. Now let's cut to the home theater room, and Morgan and Anna are there. And Morgan looks like he has something on his mind with Anna, but she's not having any of it. By the way, it's nice to see Anna again. We haven't seen her for a few episodes. Uh, what do you think you're doing? Giving us a little privacy so we can hook up. Come here. Morgan, no. I'm sick of hooking up only at work. I'd love to go someplace else, but where? My mother's always home. You have three roommates. I mean, I'm open to suggestions. Really? Good. Here. 
Gwen and Burbank Apartments, they have really cute twin bedrooms. See, I can't afford this. We could. Together, we're ready to take the next step. Oh, we... That's, um... That's a very big step, you know? And I think that it's not something that you should rush into. I think that it's something that you should discuss. I mean, look at this place, all right? 72-inch plasma, super comfy couches, all the free coffee we could drink. I mean, come on, baby. We are living the dream. Whose dream, Morgan? Everyone's. I'm not sure about that, Morgan. It's time to aim a little higher. So, Morgan goes to talk to Chuck about this whole Anna situation, I guess. But Chuck has more things on his mind. He wants to know, what is Sarah up to? What is this personal business? He can't get it out of his head. Hey, Chuck. You ever wonder if you're not mad enough to hang on to your woman? I need a nerd her. No, uh, Emmett found Jeff's underwear in the back seat, and he's having them all reupholstered as a safety precaution. Ew. But, you know, makes sense. Okay, Morgan, I need to borrow your bike. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why? It's personal. Like Sarah, Chuck now has personal plans, meaning he can't share it with anyone because it's kind of embarrassing because he needs to go spy on his girlfriend. Now let's cut to outside Sarah's apartment building and Chuck is ready to spy. He's got his newspaper, his coffee, his sunglasses and hat, and he's peeking over his paper to see Sarah exiting the building with some older gentleman. Who is this guy? Plans, huh? Now let's cut to a fancy restaurant with outside dining. There's Sarah eating with the man. And Chuck is sitting at another table at the same restaurant, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. So as Chuck wonders just how old this guy is, he sees a scar on his wrist. And uh-oh, what's this? Chuck flashes on it. How old is this guy? We see things like forgery, fraud, larceny. This guy can't be good. But I love this. Sarah looks down at her phone that's beeping and it tells her that Chuck is only a few feet away. And I love when she turns to look at him. He hides behind his menu. It's so funny. Let's eat. Uh, excuse me. Just a moment. Chuck is so busted. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd like the linguine with the clam sauce, please. I've wondered this. Is Chuck trying to sound like Milton from Office Space? Because you know a certain guest actor on this episode was in Office Space. And we'll get to that in a minute. How did you find me? The GPS on your watch. What are you doing here? Look, I'm, I'm sorry, I came for backup only. I told you it was personal. I know, I know, but I flashed. Look, I'm all I'm all for a little time off, and God knows you deserve it, but I think that you should know that the much, much, much older gentleman that you're having dinner with right now is a very bad man, Sarah. Chuck. Let me finish. The guy is a total loser, all right? Absolute bottom-feeding, scum of the earth, have I mentioned, considerably older man. <laughs> oh, Chuck, just stop talking. All true, but I'm a hell of a dancer. Chuck, I'd like you to meet my dad, Jack Burton. Dad, this is my boyfriend, Chuck. A real pleasure, sir. Yes, that's right, Chuck. Sarah's dad is none other than Jack Burton, which is an awesome reference to the film Big Trouble in Little China, which Chuck also referenced before in Season 1, Episode 5, Chuck versus the Sizzling Shrimp, where, remember, that was like a Hong Kong-type episode, and we had Ben Lopan. Well, now we have Jack Burton, who was Kurt Russell's character's name. And Jack Burton is played by the great Gary Cole, who is fantastic in everything he does. He played Lumberg in Office Space, but he's been in so many wonderful shows and movies. 
He's a great actor. And he's Sarah's dad. So let's cut to Sarah's apartment. It is morning and her dad has whipped up some breakfast for her. Well, it looks like room service, but still, it's the thought that counts, people. French toast, whipped cream, fresh strawberries. Just how you like them. When I was 12. Oh, you need to eat something. Big day at work. What is it you're doing again? Making milkshakes. Frozen yogurt. Yeah. Sounds stimulating. Pays the bills. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Very believable. And what is that supposed to mean? This place, your job, your name, Sarah Walker, that schnook from last night, Chippy. Chuck. <laughs> I love that. Chippy. Just picture this show, instead of Chuck, it's called Chippy. I'm not sure it would ring the same way. You're working an angle. <laughs> Probably the son of some uh, rich Beverly Hills family. Look, Chuck is my boyfriend, and he makes $12 an hour, so you stay away from him. Hey, you don't want to cut me in? Fine. I don't need his money. I got my own. Oh my God. Whoa. Sarah's dad has a suitcase full of cash money. It looks like almost a million dollars. Christmas came a little early. For you. I know, thanks. I'm not interested in your stolen money. Stolen? That's what you think of your old man? Some two-bit thief? Darling, a thief has to run out of town as fast as he can, but a good con man... A good con man can leave whenever he wants. I remember, Dad. So who donated the money anyway? A couple of months ago, I flew over to Dubai. You wouldn't believe the kind of money they got floating over there. Oh. No, this particular donation is compliments of Sheikh Rajiv Ahmad. Ahmad, the Saudi oil family? My daughter knows her Arabs. I gotta go to work. Um, uh, forgetting something? Have fun at the office. Fun at the office? Hmm, is that another reverence? Oh, stop it. So anyway, let's cut to Castle, and Sarah has decided to brief the general on what's going on. General, in the spirit of full disclosure, my father has conned Sheikh Rajiv Ahmad out of nearly a million dollars. At the big time. Give the order and I'll bring him in. What? You're going you're gonna to arrest your own father? Isn't that kind of a conflict of interest? If Agent Walker's uncomfortable. I'd be happy to make the arrest. No one is getting arrested yet. Ahmad's been on the CIA's terror watch list for years. He's suspected of funding terrorist regimes in Afghanistan and Kenya. We have no recent photos and he goes by many different aliases. Any information your father could provide about the Sheik's financial holdings would be valuable intel. General, my father is unaware of my CIA career. In fact, I'm not sure he would be all that proud. No one is asking you to compromise your cover, Agent Walker. Just talk to your father. Take the intersect with you. General, my father Your is father conned a very connected, very dangerous man. You better find out how deep he's in before the Sheik does. Well, that's it. Sarah now has to work with her dad to find out more about this Sheik guy. Now let's cut to the Bartowski house and there's Morgan sneaking in Chuck's window again. And that must mean he wants something. Captain Morgan. Hey, buddy. Uh, have you seen Chuck? Left for work. What's up? What's up? Basically, my life is over. That's what's up. You ready for this? And asked me to get an apartment together. Whoa! Big step, little man. All right. I, I don't know about all right. I, I, you know what, man? I just don't think I'm ready for that. Things are good with us. You know, why, why rock the boat? Permission to speak freely? There are no secrets between us. I love that during this whole conversation, Morgan just helps himself to some milk. He's got some chocolate Nesquik, and he's stirring it in a glass. <laughs> he just makes himself at home. Would you agree that you have no credit, no life plan, no apartment, no car, no adult responsibilities of any kind? On rare occasion, I do my own laundry. Time to grow up, Morgan. I know. Here's the thing. This apartment is a lot of dough, right? It'll clear me out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're a little short on cash? You know, we'll lend it to you. Don't worry about it. Wait a minute. You do that for me? Really? Yeah. That's that's super cool, man. Why? Because I believe in you. Consider it an investment in your future. Whoa. <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure. Besides, you'll pay me back. 12% interest every week or it goes up two points. Absolutely. Whoa, two points? Wow, that's pretty steep interest there. Are you sure you want to do this, Morgan? Are you sure you want to do this, Devin? <laughs> what does that mean? 2500 to cover it. There you go, Morgan. Welcome to adulthood. We've been waiting for you. 
I don't know. We'll see how that plays out later. Now let's cut to the buy more. Sarah's just bluffing with Beckman, right? I mean, she'd never arrest her own father. Why not? The guy's a criminal. Been in and out of jail her whole life. But he seems to care, though. You know, I mean, at least he's attempting to have a relationship. I don't even know where my own father is. Oh, that's sad. You've confused me with someone that cares about your life before the intersect. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get any sympathy or a good conversation out of Casey there, Chuck. Good session, buddy. really feel like we had a breakthrough there. So long, Chuck. We had a good run, didn't we? Stuff a legend. Where are you headed? Adulthood? Anna and I are moving in together. Really? That's fantastic. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Enjoy your youth, Charles. Enjoy every damn minute of it. Wow. I'm not sure Morgan's head is really in the game here. Does he really want to move in with Anna? Because he seems pretty down in the dumps about it. love he, how he looks over at the nerd herd desk and Anna just kind of waves to him and he's like yeah but then Jeff and Lester show up and they have something they want to show Morgan dude have you seen her who just the hottest piece ever to come into this store not even human smoking hot where follow you boys and then we hear the song oh yeah by yellow and there's something very familiar about all of this. Follow you, boy. The 1981 DeLorean DMC. Only 9,000 made. Oh, yeah. The exact car from Back to the Future. <laughs> I love it. Actually, the Back to the Future car had a Porsche engine. When's it going to be done? Um, a few weeks months at least well hopefully the ipod adapter will help me sell it are you serious how could you have any trouble selling this treasure the passenger door doesn't work the gas mileage is horrible and if it actually goes over 22 miles per hour it stalls really wow it sounds like a real piece of junk but morgan looks through the window and he sees anna she's so excited she's gonna move in with morgan he does something that I've heard about with people doing relationships. What is that? Sabotage <laughs> their relationships. I'll take it. Deal. Yes. Good boy. Ugh, so Morgan just bought the DeLorean that doesn't go over 22 miles an hour. And I think it's funny that Lester is more excited than anybody about the whole situation. Ferris Bueller would be proud. Now let's cut to Sarah's apartment, and she's still defending Chuck to her dad. He's not a schnook. He's a wonderful, caring, intelligent guy. Who's a class A schnook? Look, you don't want to cut me in, no problem. But don't play me for a fool. This guy has 2200 bucks to his name. How do you know? I lifted his ATM card last night. Chuck immediately checks his Velcro wallet to see his card's gone. Hilarious. I wanted to check him out because I was worried about you. Now that you know he's broke? Now I'm really worried. I'm going to get a cab. Charlie, there you are. Hi, good, good to see you again, Mr. Burton. Oh, please, please, Jack. Nice tie. Looking sharp, young man. I think he's warming up to me. This accidentally fell into my father's pocket. It's okay. You're just being protective of you, and after the way I behaved last night, I can't say that I blame him. Chuck, you're attributing good intentions to him because you're a good person. Well, he must have done something, right? You turned out pretty good. Let's go. Oh, Chuck, you always know just what to say. And we hear the song, Montanita by Rat Tat Tat. The trick was it had to be an actual accident. Angel here was the best. She could make a real doc believe that she had a broken arm. And that's because I did. One time. That's only because the armored truck hit a patch of ice. Unforeseeable act of God, honey. At least your childhood was filled with excitement. No kid had as much fun as you did. I love that Chuck wants to defend Sarah's dad to Sarah. <laughs> he just wants to see the best in people. I love that about Chuck. Um, so this latest, uh, score, Sarah said you were just in Dubai. Sure took him. Oh, he's fine. Trust me. Always, darling. Never forget that. Something about, uh, a rich 
chic. I'm not a boastful man, Charlie, but this was my Mona Lisa. These oil guys were just dying to buy anything American. So. Oh, no, you didn't. Of course I did. I think I'm missing a step here. He pulled a Liechtenstein. A Lichten what? Lichtenstein is a crazy invention of my father's. A German billionaire who has fallen on hard times and needs to sell something fast. So, like a piece of art or jewelry. Bigger. A boat, a plane? Closer, Charlie. But I brought you to my hotel for a reason. I sold him that. Nakamichi Plaza? Nakamichi Plaza? That sounds pretty close to Nakatomi, but it's not the same thing, guys. Come on, let's move on. That's incredible! Dad, that's dangerous. I'm gonna find you. Oh, relax. The 700 grand is a finder's fee for putting them in touch with Liechtenstein. By the time they know it's gone, I'll be on an island. Remember, Charlie, the bigger the lie, the easier it is to believe. Very good. Very good. Now let's cut to the building, and Chuck is wondering if they really pulled it off. Did they make Sarah's dad believe they're a real couple? You think your dad bought us as a couple? He's a pretty sharp guy. He has his moments. Maybe we should amp up the PDA, try and sell it a little better. Very funny. Just make sure you have your wallet. But what's this? These gentlemen get off an elevator, and Chuck stares at the guy, and he flashes on him. I just flashed. That's him. That's Sheik Rajiv Ahmad. Stay here. What do you think he wants? What do you think? Lichtenstein. Too bad he doesn't exist. Oh boy, this can't be good. This uh, this has all been a terrible misunderstanding. Why don't we meet in the morning in Mr. Lichtenstein's office and we can settle this whole mess? You must think I'm a fool, Mr. Burton. I want my money. Well, you want your money back. That's fine, but I have to warn you then. <laughs> the deal's off. Well, Jack's looking around for help, and luckily Sarah's right there, so he pulls her right into the con. In fact, uh, this is Mr. Lichtenstein's personal secretary right here, Ms. Applebaum. May I present Sheik Rajiv Ahmad. It's a pleasure to meet you. Mr. Lichtenstein has been expecting you. Uh, how's tomorrow at 2? I have a better idea. Why don't we go get him right now? Wow, they brandished a gun, and now they're really in a hot mess. I thought so. There's no Lichtenstein. Mr. Lichtenstein? Whoa, 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 there is a Lichtenstein! Is there a Mr. Lichtenstein here? Yeah? Uh, Mr. Lichtenstein, you have a message. Sheik Rajiv Ahmad, may I present Hans... Lichtenstein. Hey, wait, that's not Lichtenstein. It's Chuck. <laughs> I love that he's about to speak and Sarah goes, unfortunately, <laughs> it's hilarious. Unfortunately, Mr. Lichtenstein only speaks German, but he'll be happy to meet you tomorrow at his office. Two o'clock? <clears throat> okay. But if I don't get my building, he's a dead man. Translate that. Okay. I knew you two were on a grift. You can't put one past your old man. Oh, boy. Now let's cut to the Bartowski house, and Ellie's doing the bills, and she can't help but notice that there's some money missing. Hey, honey, why is there $2,500 missing from our account? Oh, I forgot to tell you, it went to Morgan. I can only assume that you met some other Morgan at work, because the thought of you giving away a hunk of our nest egg is just too horrific to consider. I didn't give it away. Now I lent it to him so I could get an apartment with Anna. Chuck, how much does Morgan make at the Buy More? Uh, about 12 bucks an hour. Not including his always appreciating comic book collection, which I would value in the $500 range. <laughs> awesome collection. Devin. It was an investment in his future. Just so he could become an adult. That would probably be Morgan. He's giving me a ride to work. On what? His handlebars? 
No, uh, but, uh, Morgan, Morgan bought a barely functioning 81 DeLorean that only goes 22 miles an hour, so I better get going. See ya. <laughs> a barely functioning DeLorean. Uh, I wonder where he got the money for that. You don't have to say, babe. Get her money back. Uh-oh, I've never seen Devin this annoyed before. Now let's cut to Castle. General, I'd like to apologize for last night. Chuck never should have gotten caught up in my father's ridiculous con. I recommend we place the intersect in protective lockdown until we're sure the Sheik is out of the country. And waste the perfect setup? I'm not sure I follow. The CIA has been trying to locate the hidden bank accounts of the Ahmad family for years. If you can convince him to wire you the funds, we can access those accounts and freeze them. Uh, funds for what? The building. It will need to be at least $10 million to access his international accounts. General, is the agency asking us to commit fraud? No. That would mean the CIA has some knowledge of your mission. How are we supposed to sell a 60-story building in one day? Ask your father. He seems to be very proficient in his chosen profession. Whoa, how about that? The general actually wants him to con the sheik. Awesome. Now let's cut to the buy more, and Devin is looking for Morgan. Oh, this is the sound oh, from that's... here. Yeah, you thought uh, that the... No. You know where Morgan is? Who's to say? He was able to get a hold of some high-grade plutonium. He could be anywhere. Any place, any time. The OS, perhaps? <laughs> if I could travel in time, I'd go to Lester's birth. I'd love to see the look on your face when you emerge from the vaginal canal. Uh, what? Uh, what? What? Morgan went to the DMV to get placed for the DeLorean. I lent him that money to get an apartment, not blow it on some stupid car. What? That money was for our apartment. I'm gonna kill him. I'm getting in line, Anna. <laughs> I love how Morgan shows up and he's got the shades on and he's got these leather driving gloves. The car only goes 22 miles an hour, Morgan. All right. Here's the thing. I beg both of you to reserve judgment until you've seen the plate. Because you are going to be... <gasps> the license plate says, De Morgan. <laughs> awesome. Remember how I talked about I would read different reviews of the show? And one of the comments was like, Oh, that's so lame. Because, you know, in the state of California, you can only have... Seven characters on your license plate. De Morgan is eight. I call phony. I was like, um, it's a TV show. What's wrong with you? But also, I want to point out to him, count how many letters out of time had in Back to the Future, and then get back to me, bucko. Oh, and by the way, Anna and Devin, they're not impressed by the license plate at all. I nailed it, right? You have exactly one day to get my money back to me, or I pluck you from head to toe. Start with the groin. He won't be using that region for a while. Yikes! But honey, I got it for us! <laughs> yeah, sure you did, Morgan. Now let's come back to Sarah's apartment, and now she needs to convince her dad to con the Sheik for even more money. There is no reason to walk away now. You know, I think we could get the Sheik to pay a 3% deposit. Market value is over $300 million. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a lot of dough. Remember, darling, pigs get fat. Hogs get slaughtered. Well, the bigger the lie, the easier it is to believe. We can do this. I guess uh, five mil each ain't too bad. 2.5. You want my help, you have to use my team. What team? And that team would be Chuck and Casey. Hmm. He's got a cop face. Mm -hmm. No offense. <laughs> I love Casey and his grunts. Look, either he's in or none of us are. Fine, but he's your problem. All right, Sarah and I will handle the deal. Cop face, your security. We can switch names if you'd like. I can be cop face and you can be schnook. I want to see that spin-off TV show, Cop Face and the Schnook. We'll use our account number for the wire transfer. Don't trust you. No offense. Uh, question, 
What about me? I mean, I'm familiar with Hogan's Heroes and Castle Wolfenstein, but beyond that, my German is a little rusty. Schnook, your job is going to be toughest of all. You need to sit there and not say a word. All right, everybody gather around. And we hear the song Diamond Hoo-Ha Man by Supergrass as Jack goes over the plan. First, we need to evacuate current building management. Can I have your attention, please? We need everyone out of this office immediately. This floor is being fumigated. We have already released toxic fumes. That can lead to infertility and low sperm count. All right, you heard them. Everyone out. Let's go, people. Quickly, quickly. Next, we need to redecorate Lichtenstein Enterprises. Cop face, you're going to use the gift that God gave you. Your cop face. I love the moment where Chuck is putting up the Lichtenstein sign and he's trying to figure out if it's E before I or I before E. But what's this? It looks like the Sheik has arrived and I hope the team is ready. They're here. It's showtime. convince him that we don't want to sell the building. He's the one getting the deal, not us. I'm sorry, Mr. Lichtenstein will be in Prague on Friday. No, Monday he's in Moscow. Wendy, I don't want to be interrupted. I don't care if Mr. Trump calls. Tell him the building is no longer for sale. I'll see him next week in New York. Gentlemen, welcome. We'll have to call you back next week. Bye-bye. Mr. Lichtenstein will see you now. And with that, they're going to head on into Lichtenstein's office until Chuck sees a letter has not quite dried and it's slipping, sliding on the sign that they have on the wall and he starts to freak out. But he's got to remain composed. Gentlemen, may I present to you Mr. Hans Lichtenstein. Well, I'm sure you're very busy, so we'll make this as painless as possible. After your lawyers examine the contracts and the inspections are done, we can have a more formal meeting. For now, we only require a 3% deposit to take the property off the market. And that would be $10 million. First, I would like to have a word with Mr. Lichtenstein. Of course. I'll translate. I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I brought my own translator. Wait, what's this? He brought his own translator? Oh, crap. What's Chuck going to do now? Hello, Herr Lichtenstein. You cannot trust us. Sagen mögen. Sagen Sie durch mich. Of course, Chuck has no idea what this guy's saying, so we know what Chuck does. He improvises in these situations, and usually he pulls it off. Let's see what he does. That is the worst German accent I've ever heard. You, you butcher my language. The deal is off. Sounds like Colonel Clink. <laughs> I love it. So as far as you know, no one ordered an exterminator today. I'm on my way now to find out what the hell's going on. We got company. Time to wrap it up. I'm sorry, Mr. Ahmad. It looks like the deal is off. But if I could have your account number, I'd be happy to wire you the 700000 that you gave to Mr. Burton. Wait, 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 wait. There's no reason to panic. Everyone calm down. We can work this out. Nein! Nein! Go out of my building! The deal is off! There you go. I love you. Mr. Lichtenstein has been offended. Everyone out of the building. And we cut to the elevator, and we see all the employees of the actual office on their way up. We hear that awesome Daniel May music that we've heard since the beginning of the series. <laughs> There's no reason to panic. Uh, we're all businessmen here. Let's just sit down. Enough! You're all crazy! No more games! This is my building. We had a deal. 
Uh, well, Sheik, would you care to uh, type in your account number for security purposes? I'll just go ahead and just the typey type. <laughs> Do the typey type. Feel free to look over the space. We'll uh, give you a moment. Never do business with Germans. Who the hell are you? And how'd you get up here? Why does that wall say Liechtenstein? And with that, the Sheik knows that he's been duped. Now let's cut to Sarah's apartment where the team is celebrating. To Liechtenstein. <laughs> well, you pulled it off, kid. You made me a believer. Well, my... German's a little rusty, but... No, no, no. That you two are a couple. Hey, For later, cop face. Oh, victory smoke. Nice. Nice. Even Casey gets a cigar. You did good, baby. So did you. I'm gonna get some ice. Well, I'm not one to say I told you so, but I think that worked out pretty good, now, didn't it? I guess he pulled through for me this one time. Uh-huh. Yes, General. Mission accomplished. The money was transferred to the CIA account about an hour ago. I sense that something's wrong. And we hear Diamond Hoo-Ha Man again by Supergrass while Casey tells us what's going on. I think I never got the money. Sells my cigar. And we cut to the freeway, and there's Jack Burton. He's got the cigar, and he's driving away with the laptop, and he duped everybody. Hey. They were all out of fruit, so I was forced to bring up a couple chocolate croissants. Oh, I guess I have no choice but to take those off you. Come in. You okay? I'm fine. My dad will turn up somewhere. But uh, I guess the real crime is that we didn't get to freeze the Sheik's accounts. I'm sorry if I pushed you into trusting your father. If there's one thing I learned from my father, it's be ready for disappointment. And if it's anyone's fault, it's mine. No, it's not. Eleven years ago, my father left Ellie and me. He's a... He was an unusual man. I guess that's generous. An engineer. We used to get Christmas cards and birthday calls, and then one year it just, it just stopped. I don't know why. What I do know is that it wasn't my fault. Granted, it took a significant amount of time and an incredible amount of therapy to come to that realization, but... You need to know that your father's sins are his and not yours. That's pretty eloquent for 9 a.m. What can I say? I am an articulate schnook. <laughs> Lucky for me. Now let's cut to Castle, and Casey's preparing for something. You're alone? Yes, General. We've tracked down Jack Burton. He checked into a downtown motel under the alias Guido Merkins. Well, I understand the sensitivity of the situation. I'll go along. Agent Casey. Yeah. Tell Agent Walker I'm sorry. Roger that. So let's cut to the buy more and Morgan is wondering how he's going to pay Awesome back. He's not going to be able to get that kind of money. Not without borrowing it from somebody else. Where am I going to find $2,500? Charles. Hey, my man, looking well as usual. Oh, my, and that, that scent. It's like the beach after the rains. What do you call it? deodorant what do you want i uh, need to borrow some money or your future brother-in-law is gonna pluck me from head to toe how much are we talking um no no too much 2500 give or take uh yeah not much at all jeez 
So Casey's arrived at the hotel that Jack Burton was at, and he's going to investigate. And then we quickly cut to Castle, where just like in Chuck versus the Cougars, Sarah is working out all of her anger and frustration, beating the crap out of a punching bag. You did good, baby. Stand back, I'm a No kid had as much fun as you did. When Casey arrives at the hotel, it's been ransacked, and he knows that this can't be good. What? Baby, I'm sorry, but I got a perfect excuse for what happened. Well, I'd love to hear all about it. Some other time. Just remember, I did it all for you. So touching. Ah, so touching. Family reunion. Now... Where the hell is my money? I don't have it. Well, then we have a real problem. Don't give it to him, honey. If anything happens to my father... What? You will con me out of more money? No. I'll kill you. Then bring me what is mine, and we won't have a problem. Okay? I'll call you in an hour. She meant it, Sheik. She will kill you. Now let's come back to the buy more and Chuck is checking his bank account to see if he can loan Morgan some money. And this is the first time I've ever noticed there's an ATM in the buy more break room. <laughs> Thank you so much for this. Oh, yeah. Do you mind? If, uh... Oh, I can't know your pin. <laughs> I'll give you mine if it makes you feel better. There are some boundaries, Morgan. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god, what? Oh, you broke, right? It's okay. Don't feel bad, dude. You know what? There are places I could use some grooming. So, forget about it. No, it's not that, Morgan. It's the fact that Chuck has $10 million in his bank account. By the way, the exact amount is $10,002,520. So if he would have loaned Morgan $2,500, he would have had 20 bucks left over. That's the kind of guy Chuck is. Cut back to Castle, and Sarah is loading an arsenal in her bag, and she's going to go save her dad. Hey, hey, Sarah. Look, I hope this isn't a mistake and the CIA has decided to compensate me for my numerous acts of heroism. Later, Chuck. But there happens to be an extra, oh, I don't know, $10 million in my ATM account. What? Why would my father put the Sheik's money in your account? Whoa, 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 whoa. Again, we're not so sure that this is coming from your father. I'm still clinging to the compensation theory. Leave it there. You know, that's not a bad idea. It should earn a couple thousand a day in interest. What are, you, what are you doing? Where are you going? It's personal. Whoa, again with the personal. I think Chuck knows what that means. He needs to go get Casey now. Hey, hey. You seen Walker? Yeah, she just left in a real big hurry with two duffel bags stuffed full of t-shirts and some serious firepower. Where are you going? It's personal. Morgan! Yeah, but Morgan, I'm going to loan you the money. Oh, thank you. First, I need to borrow the DeMorgan. It's an emergency. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yours. Done. What's up? It's personal. <laughs> well, Chuck, you better leave now because if it goes 22 miles an hour, it's going to take a while to get there. Treat her well, my friend. Sarah has arrived at the meeting place and she has her duffel bag full of guns. Now, the Sheik thinks it's full of money and I'm guessing her plan is to just shoot her way out of this mess. That's close enough. You have something for me? Where's my father? Hey. Yeah? One of the holes in Sarah's plan is she doesn't realize the Sheik actually has a sniper up above. And she's not going to be able to get a shot off because she'll get picked off. 
I wish somebody was there to help her out. <laughs> Don't shoot! Don't shoot! I have your money right here! Hey, no! Grab her gun! I love it. <laughs> Chuck comes driving up in the DeMorgan. That car really sounds like a piece of crap. <laughs> Mr. Lichtenstein, thank you for joining. Here to sell me the DeLorean? I have your money, okay, and I can wire it to you right now. If you're lying, I will put a bullet in her head. All I need is your account number. Please, we're just a couple of bad con men who got in way too deep. All right, all we want to do is give you your money back. Come take it and let us go. account number hmm. decent plan bartowski of course i'll never tell him that aha see casey chuck comes up with good stuff there you have your money pleasure doing business now kill them Hello, they're right there, U.S. Treasury. Don't have anybody move. Send them up, boys. I got them. I got Lichtenstein. Come on, don't. Yeah. Yeah, you're really, really selling it there, Casey. Yeah. Is this a joke? Huh? What is your backup? Oh, I'm just the tip of the spear. Rest of the crew's on their way up. Following these grifters for months now. You know, if you gentlemen would be willing to testify, I'm sure we could get the weapons charges dropped. Hmm? And luckily, Casey slipped Sarah a pistol, and they're ready to arrest these bozos. Drop it! No, 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 no. You lower your weapon, or I will kill your father. And that's when Jack gives Sarah the nod. And she knows exactly what that means. To shoot her father. If I did that to him, imagine what I'll do to you. Drop your weapon! But unfortunately, they don't choose to drop their weapons, and they open fire. And I love it, the sheik hops in the DeLorean drives away. That man just chose the worst getaway vehicle imaginable. Amon's getting away! Not at 22 miles an hour, is that? All clear. Yeah, thanks. A little rough with the cuffs, though. Yeah, I'm calling in. You didn't use blanks? What's wrong with you, Pete? It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a stolen 81 DeLorean. License plate is D-E-M-O-R-G-A-N. No, this, this, is, this, is, not a, this is not a prank call. <laughs> yeah, sure it's not, buddy. Thanks to your efforts, we were able to freeze nearly a billion dollars with the Sheik's foreign accounts. Well done. General? Now to the unpleasant news. Agent Walker, we're sending a unit to your hotel to pick up your father for the previous embezzlement charge at 5 o'clock today. Say your goodbyes. That's all. General, as you know, Mr. Burton was invaluable in the seizure of these funds. Perhaps I could lessen his prison sentence. Wow, Casey. What a nice gesture. Prosecution will be made aware of that. Thank you. Of course, Casey doesn't acknowledge or thank you. Uh, that's just his way. Now, let's cut back to the buy more. You're not going to believe this. The police just called. The DeLorean was stolen. 
Morgan, I've been meaning to tell you. Dude, I'm... do you know what that means? They have to impound the car. I'm going to get blue book value. I'll pay back awesome and I'll still have 10 large, dude. I'm rich. <laughs> We're rich. Now we can move in together in style. I am doing the whole living room in shabby chic. Love you. Love you. Oh, kiss. Get, oh, mm, yummy kisses. <laughs> well, you have to grow up sometime, you know? The right girl, the right time. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, Morgan. It sounds like you finally learned your lesson. Dude, you're not going to believe what just showed up in the audio install. Morgan, no. Yes. No. Yes. Do not. Do. And again, we hear the song. <laughs> oh, yeah, by Yellow. And I love it. It's the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. So funny. Well, it couldn't hurt to look, you know. I just... I guess we'll just have to wait to see what Morgan's decision was. Now let's cut to uh, Sarah's apartment and she knows that her dad's about to get arrested and she has a decision to make. Boy, that's lucky you're a good shot, but a good con man doesn't need a gun and he can leave, leave town whenever he wants. I know. And then we hear the song fur by Blitzen Trapper. Uh, Dad, can you get me some Rocky Road? There's a store around the corner. <laughs> sure thing, darling. Why did you put the money in Chuck's account? I needed to put it somewhere because I didn't trust Copface. But you trusted Chuck? I read people. That's the only real talent I got. One thing I know. That kid would never betray you. I made a $10 million bet that he loved you. Turns out I was right. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, Dad? They allowed me to join in and sing their song. So from the cliffs, can you make it a double scoop? Sure, darling. episode chuck wondered could sarah actually turn her dad into the cops and i think we just got our answer hello charlie i've kind of grown accustomed to schnook so have i i uh i want to thank you for coming back i gave you 10 million reasons to leave but one really good reason to stay. And she would have done the same for me. I believe she would have. Lucky for me, she met the right schnook. And now the cops have arrived, but Jack and Chuck are further enough away where they're not going to see him. And Jack has a feeling about his daughter. Daughter is some kind of cop, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, something like that. She turned out pretty good, even with a lousy father. Now my fur has turned to skin, and I'm in quickly. Take care of me. I'll do my best. I do not know, but I still dream of running careless through the snow, through the howling winds that blow across the ancient distant flow that fill our bodies up like water till we know. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'll be back soon. No, he won't. And just like that, Jack is gone out of her life. 
Well, guys, that's it. Season 2, Episode 10, Chuck versus the DeLorean. I thought it was a really good episode. I love seeing Sarah's relationship with her dad. It's a little complicated. I mean, her dad is a con man, and everything he taught her is about the con man's life. But as Chuck said, he sees the good in him because, after all, he did help create Sarah. So he's got a point there, doesn't he? And I also love the bit with Awesome loaning Morgan the money to help urge him into adulthood and responsibility. Kind of backfired, much like the uh, DeLorean would, but <laughs> but still, it was entertaining to see. And I love the joke that the DeLorean was actually a really crappy car. I thought that was pretty funny. Now, guys, please go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find all the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion. And you can also read my blog posts on each episode. I hope you dig those. If you would, send me some voicemail. Tell me what you think of these episodes of Chuck. I'd love to hear it. Send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com or send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729. Don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe to the show. There you can also rate and review the show for me, and I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm having a blast doing it. So what are you guys waiting for? Get out there and watch some more Chuck and I'll see you next time. Yes, I'd, I'd like the linguine with the clam sauce, please. Now this is podcasting. Casting.